Bootstrappers Paradox. This is Mega Maker episode 66. Hey folks, how's it going? Justin Jackson here. First episode of 2019. Thanks to all of you that stay subscribed to the Mega Maker podcast. Really appreciate it. Uh, by the way, the Mega Maker community, Mega Maker Club, is a lot, like going crazy right now. Um, we've been welcoming new members every week. If you're tired of bootstrapping alone, you should check it out. There's a waiting list at megamaker.co slash club and um, sign up and yeah you'll be the first to be notified when we have new spots today i wanted to share this blog post i wrote back in july 23 2018 because lots has changed since then so i'm going to read it but i'm going to be kind of talking as i go along and really what it's like to bootstrap a SaaS business in 2019. Let's get into it. Back in 2013, I interviewed Jason Calacanis, the angel investor, and I asked him, why do venture capital investors take these big risks with their money? And he replied, There's a lot of money in the world. There's trillions of dollars just sitting around and people are bored and rich people are getting richer and richer every month you know these billionaires you know have 50 million or 100 million dollars in profits on their investments and they're just sitting there like okay what do i do with this month's 50 million dollars oh just buy a big house that's worth 50 million dollars none of us can understand it but that's the truth and when the yeah. stock market is roaring and their investments are roaring and the polarization runs here like it's like oh yeah i'll put a 10 million dollars into this i'll put 5 million dollars into this why not they're bored yeah. The market the money the money is bored. Money wants to burn. Money wants to be spent. Money does not want to sit in a in a safe. Yeah. Money is intended to be gambled. Put it on black, spin the wheel, let's see what happens. It's such an interesting idea. The money is bored. You know, John and I have been bootstrapping transistor.fm since January 2018, so for a full year now. And we've invested our own money into this project. Not a lot, but our own money and a lot of time. And when you're self-funding a startup, when you're starting from zero, your money is the opposite of bored. <laughs> your, your money is stressed out. You're really caught between these two realities. You're investing real time and money into the product, but the product isn't yet giving anything back. So as an example, we officially launched Transistor.fm on August 1st, 2018. Now, between January and August, we had paying early access customers, about 51, and that was about $781 in monthly recurring revenue. And I thought, you know, man, let's say that after we launch, we double MRR to $1,500 which is actually pretty close to what happened. After we launched, we got up to $1,500 in MRR. Uh, by the way, all of our revenue numbers are public right now. If you go to transistor.bearmetrics.com. So if you go there and you go between July 2018 and August 2018, you'll see we went from yeah $810 to about $1,700. So we doubled. But you know at the time when I was writing this piece, I was like, okay, let's say we, we double MRR to $1,500 
to get to $21,000 in MRR, which is kind of the point where I think John and I, my co-founder and I could focus on transistor full time, it would take five years. That's what I was thinking back then. Okay, you know, we're about to launch officially, but man, we still have five years ahead of us. And this was assuming, you know, 10% growth and 5% churn. And I thought, man, that's so long, like five years, 60 months, that's just a long time to wait for a paycheck. At the beginning, when you're starting from zero, before the product has proven itself, this all just feels like a big risk. And it's easy to see why bootstrap founders get stressed. It's easy to see why so many experience burnout and have to quit. In fact, I don't, I don't begrudge anybody that quits. I think there's a lot of shame from founders who quit. I don't shame those people at all because I remember when I wrote this blog post, which I'll have in the show notes, by the way, uh, podcast.megamaker.co slash 66 if you want to see these. But, you know, when I wrote this in July, late July 2018, I was stressed out feeling like, how are we going to sustain this business for five years until it can pay both of our salaries? How are we going to do that? And there's this fine line you have to walk where you're investing a considerable amount of effort into launching a product, but you also need money to live. And since I wrote this blog post, a lot has happened and so I, it's funny just to, you know, one of the things I talked about in this blog post was, you know, Jason Fried and DHH, they, you know, they're kind of the, the example of bootstrappers everyone follows, you know, with Basecamp. But, you know, in 2006, they took money from Jeff Bezos. Uh, they sold some of their personal shares. DHH has said, you know, that really helped them. It gave them the confidence to kind of go the distance, gave their personal bank accounts just enough ballast, he says, that the big numbers touted by VCs and acquisition hunters lost their lure as big of a, a, a distraction to have that money in their bank accounts to know that their future was somewhat secure. And I was like, at the time I wrote this, I'm, I, I remember being jealous of that that insurance money they had. There's even a little bit of a tone when you read this article I wrote about how I, I'm kind of like begrudging them for you know being able to hedge their bets like this. Well, fast forward. Okay, so this was July 23rd, 2018. I wrote this article. Now it's March 11th, 2019. And you can see um, since launch, our revenue has grown quite a bit. Right now, Barometrics is saying we have about $8,524 in monthly recurring revenue. So we are within striking distance of that $10,000 milestone that would be halfway of our goal to getting where we want. And how long has it taken? It's taken, um, you know, just over a year to get to $8,500 in MRR. And so there is hope that this is not going to take us as long to get to 20000 as I thought initially. Um, it, you know, if we're growing, let's see here, how much do we grow every month? So in February, we had $2,259 in new MRR. Like, 
that was crazy. The month before we had $1,500. The month before we had $1,300. The month before that we had $845. The month before that we had $1,000. And so it's trending up. If we get you know, $2,000 in new MRR, new monthly recurring revenue every month, uh, we will hit that $20,000 mark pretty quick, right? Um, maybe even in another five, six months. It's interesting to have this perspective now, to have this time capsule of my anxiety and feeling like, how is this ever going to work? And kind of being desperate in a way for some sort of solution because you know I was struggling at the time I wrote that I was feeling like how am, how am I going to pay my family's bills and you know a few things helped uh to be honest mega maker club has helped a ton I I I was trying all sorts of other things on the side like okay maybe I'll write another book or release another course and kind of flailing and I realized that the the kind of the most secure asset I've built is this online community, this private online community for bootstrappers that I've run since 2013. And it has, you know, people join it and they get immense value out of it. They really enjoy being being a part of that community. They feel safe there. We have developed over the years a really great culture in the Slack and the private forums. And... That's been what's sustaining me. You know, it, it brings in, you know, six to seven thousand dollars US a month. And that's been enough to pay my mortgage and pay my for food and groceries. It's not enough to like live comfortably. Um, and you know, I, I can't keep living like this forever, but having that asset that I've been building and investing in over time has been invaluable. Because now I can focus about 80% of my time and energy on building Transistor with John. And it's been so nice to have that focus. Um, and again, maybe like maybe those numbers will go down with uh, MegaMaker. And I'm going to have to kind of struggle and flail again to get revenue. But making that kind of the singular focus of, uh, you know, my my personal business and not trying to quickly come up with something else to pay the bills has been really freeing. And uh, that kind of reminds me of a, another kind of sub point, which is the more complexity you add to a business, really the harder it gets. You are going to, uh, you're going, going to ruin your focus if you're continually saying, okay, well, to make this work, I need to add, I'll start offering this. And then to make that work, I'll have to offer this as well. And this customer wants this, so I'm going to give them that. Really hard to sustain that business over time. And for me to pick the one thing, which was MegaMaker Club and Marketing for Developers, those two assets that I've been building since 2013 and 2015, uh, that's what I'm doubling down on, what worked. And uh, it kind of also shows you that a lot of these things do take time to build. They, they build over time. They're, they're, they're not rocket ships right out of the gate. So if you want to check out that blog post again, uh, justinjackson.ca slash bootstrap dash reality. 
And uh, if you're interested in hearing more, maybe I missed something in this episode, reach out to me on Twitter. I'm the letter M, the letter I, Justin. Thanks so much to, well, Transistor for hosting this podcast. If you want to host your own show, um, it had, I, I mean, I could talk for ages about how podcasting has benefited me professionally and my business and everything else. But Transistor.fm is the host for this show. It's my primary focus right now. And our the theme music for Mega Maker is by striker-metal.com. Uh, I'm going to try to record a new episode every week for the next mm, 10 weeks at least. And so check back next week for a new episode. Talk to you then. Bye. <laughs>